And then my best friend, we have been best friends about nine years at that point, platonically. And he had a girlfriend for a while, like a long-term joint. And she always was like, y'all doing something or I, I just don't like how close y'all are. Like, we, we were super close. I can I can be honest and be like, and I understand how she was uncomfortable. But nothing was going on. Um, but then they broke up eventually over some, some other things. And we had gotten to a point of like, well, What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so happy you came by. The Queerly Black Show aims to normalize the everyday existence of black LGBTQIA individuals through an interview-style series with regular folks like you and me. So every week, a new guest shares their story and unique perspective on their existence as an LGBTQIA individual. Thank you for tuning in, and make sure you subscribe, download, set your reminders to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Quirly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm joined today by a fellow HU alum. HU. You, you know? <laughs> what up, Q? Hey, tell the people about yourself. Well, uh, current, I, I can only be present. Let's start there. So right now, I am on Earth. I am in Los Angeles, California. Um, just moved back last week um, from New Zealand. I've been in New Zealand four and a half years with my partner. Um, I'm now here in law school. I just finished my first week. A brother is tired. I'm okay. sure, man. Law so school. The, so I'm glad to be sitting here kicking it with you because yeah. I get some reprieve. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that is what is currently going on and, and releasing music. Uh, my single is out, um, you know, rolling out music and the album and, and that whole thing. I have a performance next saturday here in la so i'll be sure to get the details about that some at some point in the show so just doing a lot doing the most a little bit too much <laughs> only way to, it's the only way to do it man yeah yeah it's yeah, the only yeah. way to do it uh dope man well look so we're gonna jump right in we're gonna okay. we, we you know we 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 gonna, we gonna dive right in uh when was your first encounter with your sexuality oh First okay. time you okay. saw the first time you seen a boy and was like, oh, okay, okay. So, so let's do this. So, because my story is a bit, so I'm bi, and okay. I grew, so I didn't grow up being attracted to men. Um, mm-hmm. that came later. So, uh, I was on women in the beginning of my sexuality journey, but my first time, like, like kind of inkling with the guy. So, it my things were kind of accidental. Um, I <laughs> it's always weird when I tell this. So. I got to Howard and I was studying fine arts. I was studying acting. And then I remember like <laughs> my dad, a little homophobic a little bit. And at the time, you know, I was 17 going to Howard and he was like, you know, uh, I support you, you know, studying acting, but I heard a lot of them, a lot of the professors and a lot of the students and stuff was gay in there. So just watch your back. you like, I remember that talk, <laughs> watch that talk going, going like to the first day of school or whatever. But and I was like, oh, dad, I'm not tripping off that. I'm, I'm not really. Because at the time, like, I didn't really have. So I, I grew up in Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. And we, Michigan, Midwest in general is like behind the time. So like on everything, like politically, fashion, music, like we're, I mean, the, the internet has kind of sped that up for us. But in as a whole, we're a little bit slower on the uptake. So we have outdated mentalities. And so, and just not up on the diversity of 
different walks of life, especially when I was coming to school back in like 06. So back then, like gay stuff, I I, I didn't really know much about any of that. So I was like, that, what? All right, cool, you tripping. It ain't gonna be deep. So anyway, long story short, got to Howard and you know, I had a couple of people approach me and I had never had that before. And so I was like, no, you know, I'm good on that. That's okay. But I was never like angry or I was always that person that was like, I'm respectful of everybody. Yeah. Whatever. But then, um, so what happened? Uh, how, how real can we get? Um, so I was a virgin, right? Um, I was doing the whole like wait until marriage thing. And so I wasn't really trying to do anything with anybody, you know, but myself. So um, I did find, like, I had senior year, I had a friend of mine, and we would um, masturbate together, like, just mutually masturbate and just hang out. So that's kind of like my first, but it wasn't like, ooh, you, it just, I don't remember how we started it, but we just knew we Dudes do that? Do they do. That's like a, so, like... You, straight like straight men, like, straight men will just sit there together and just. I've definitely, I've definitely done it with some of my straight. Jerk off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a th- like you, you ever? There's like a whole theory of like homoeroticism between mm-hmm. straight men. Like this, just they they hold their um, male friend to a higher regard than like their girlfriends or their wife. Like they want to mm-hmm. impress them. They want to, you know, connect with them. They share their secrets with them. Versus, it's a little bit harder for them to do it with their partners of the opposite sex you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. that's the whole thing but it has nothing to do a lot of it can't it doesn't have to mean yeah that you're gay that you're gay it's the same way like I mean best friends like female best friends they kind of like sit on each other lab they kind of have this intimacy Guys, about themselves exactly. that like we just men don't talk don't, about it yeah, yeah, because yeah. it looks mm-hmm. gay yeah I mean, it all is gay but then women <laughs> will play with it more more readily than we do yeah. but definitely definitely happens <laughs> interesting yeah, so that's that's how that went. But it, oh, so we were doing that, and it, it was like you do you, I do me, but we're just in the same room. And then one day, he just went for it and started sucking me off. And so I was like, oh, this is new. Uh, and it was going on. I was like, well, I'm gonna just let it rock. Fuck it, it's college. I'm about to graduate. I've never done this before. Let's see where it goes. And then after, it wasn't like an immediate. Oh my God, this new world of gay mm-hmm. and I just wanna. It wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, okay. You know, and right, it took like right. another like 10 years of it's like level two, level two of our masturbation session. No big deal. Yeah. And so it wasn't like a switch turned on. I was like, oh my God, I've been missing this my whole life. But it over, but that was kind of the the, the start to like allowing things to be investigated. Yeah. Open it like <laughs> the the being more open to um whatever interactions with, with men as with well. Men. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just kind of <laughs> yeah. went slowly for a while until yeah. I was so before that you had girlfriends yeah like non-sexual girlfriends because you were a virgin that was a virgin yeah 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 yeah. um did you did you at any point have any inkling that you might be interested in guys then no um no (laughs) no the girls i liked i liked listen yeah we don't have we don't have time for the the epic stories of the lengths I, i go to for anyone I like but the girls I like I was stuck you understand like in love you know as I mean? a as a I watch I don't know if you if you've seen a, a Carisha please right but when I've seen this like, when that. uh she was like I hang on the wing for that d an <laughs> airplane she was like I'm on the wing like let's go <laughs> the D at, I'm there like let's I'm get it. very I'm very especially uh, 
as a teenager in my early 20s, I was like, the ro- I'm the romantic, but like, if I'm going to figure out what you like and I'm doing that, or I'm, I'm going above and beyond it, like I was that guy. Yeah. The parents love me, the, I'm, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the girls I, I was after, that was real. It was on. Yeah. So <laughs> like, then you- to this day, I still feel some way about them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're still very great people. Yeah. Um. So then you have this like this sexual in- interaction with uh you know your your roommate or your friend and yeah. um it you were like oh okay like this is i like this right well, the reason why the reason why well, I'll, I'll let you i'll let you um i'll let you well, say how, how, how that, that experience it. how you felt about that experience well yeah. I, it wasn't that i liked it it was that it wasn't bad mm-hmm. or it didn't it felt almost like it wasn't a big deal about it didn't mean anything yeah which almost was a little more empowering than I liked it you know what I mean like it it was like well I can do whatever yeah and it don't have to mean anything so that was kind of more of the like if I want to I want to if I don't I don't and I kind of rolled like that for like 10 years of like sometimes I'm with it sometimes I'm not like Mm -hmm. and and I just kind of lived in whatever the moment provided um like me and that friend never did that again Mm mm-hmm we continued like our, our little bait sessions or whatever, but it never went past the, like we just kind of reverted, like that's not us. Like so it wasn't that, ooh, this mm-hmm. became our thing. Like, no, nah, I didn't even do that. So I, I I always tell that that way because people think sexuality is so linear. Like yeah. you're just on a from A to B, but it's it's just kind of like you're in a pot and you just grabbing whatever ingredients come and whatever you want and leaving the rest. It might be all around, but you you're not indulging in it all the time like you know what I mean yeah so after that did you date guys um no I didn't date anybody um me I'm <laughs> my dating record is weird man like um with the women something always happened on their end like somebody would die or mm. they would have like some traumatic experience that they want to go on first like it was something so extreme yeah and then with guys, I never imagined myself dating them. Um, so anything that happened with a guy, it was always like fleeting or it was never serious about much of anything. They I wasn't having sex with them either. Yeah. And it was just like little flirtations here or maybe some cuddling and maybe a little, little messing around. And um, I was busy. Like I left Howard. I went to grad school. I moved out here to L.A. from D.C. in 2010. And um, I was I, I really didn't have much time. So, and then for a while, I thought I was asexual because I wasn't really tripping off being with anybody for mm-hmm. like a long time. I was like, I think I'm going to just be me for, for a minute. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of enjoying myself for a while. Um, and after like eight years or so, I was like, you ain't dated nobody <laughs> and haven't been interested in doing it. So for a while, I thought I was the A of the LGBT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then my best friend, we had been best friends about nine years at that point, platonically. And he had a girlfriend for a while, like a long-term joint. And she always was like, y'all doing something or I, I just don't like how close y'all are. Like, we, we were super close. I can I can be honest and be like, and I understand how she's uncomfortable. But nothing was going on. Um, but then they broke up eventually over some, some other things. And we had gotten to a point of like, well, you want to investigate something like and I, after, at this point I was like well I, I'm tired of being a virgin I want to lose my virginity I want to have sex I want to and I was like I want to do with somebody I trust I had a whole thing it, like mm-hmm. looking back on it 
I had these ideals about what I wanted sex to be about and what it was. And not that I was a little naive about it. I, I think I would have done it a little bit differently. Looking, like it's not as um, lofty and flighty as I was making it um, at the time. But at the time, I was like, you know, somebody I know, somebody I trust. And we talked it out for like eight months or so because it was like, you know, we're best friends. I was like, I think because we're best friends, it'll be fine. Yeah. And but there's still a reservation of like, if we cross that line, we can't go back. Go yeah. back, right. And so after about eight months of discussing it, <laughs> we, we went for it. And it was just kind of like, like, it was like, what do you want to try? And I was like, I want to try this. Okay. Okay, how'd you like it? I liked it. Can I do it again? Yeah. Like, and we just kind of, like, that was the energy of the whole session. And it was like, you want to try this? Okay. Cool, bet. And then after after we finished that first, like, initial session, we just kind of were like, you know, we laughed and shit. We figured it out. Like, it was just, it, it felt like an extension of the friendship. Like, the energy was the same. And so it was funny. It was goofy. Of course, it was sexy. You know, people, we did what we did. And then it was like, oh, uh, is this a thing? You know what I'm saying? So then it just kind of was like, well, let's, fuck. we didn't know we had that. We didn't know we had that. Mm -hmm. Here we go. I was like, you want a date then? And then it was like, I mean, okay. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we just kind of stumbled upon this new level of our relationship. And then we've been dating for five years now. Nice. And we're engaged, so like I'm dating my best Congratulations. friend. Congratulations! Thank you. And it and it and it still feels like I'm dead. Sometimes I forget we're dating. Mm -hmm. Like I think people for, I want everybody to date their best friend. Honestly, yeah. like I think that has made a a world of difference versus courting someone. Like you see somebody attractive, you court them, you talk to them, you talk about you dating them. You you know that prep path is different, which is fine. That's a lot of people's path. That's just how we usually do it. But like, if you could be friends, I was friends with this man almost a decade. So I knew his family. I knew all his stuff. Like, I don't know, something about it. And even now that we're in it, it's still my best friend. We still like to hang out and do that. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes I have to remind myself like, oh, I'm attached to you in a different way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it, it's, it's really lit. It's lit. Yeah, no, I mean, me and my wife are, um, we both went to Howard and we've been together for going on 14 years and right. it's but you know but but y'all different women are different women, it, you know, uh, yes y'all let your heart y'all loyalty things be y'all have that goal in mind all the time like y'all are known for life yeah men are definitely different about that you know it is it's a different <laughs> experience for men but i think um to have a healthy happy relationship for that long there's like yeah. level like there's like notches like there's levels oh, for yeah. sure you know what i'm saying like you gotta you gotta be able to dig into some really deep and hard conversations and come out of them and be better not the same better, better. you know you gotta dig into some some ugly places to to get that far and then to still have the to have a healthy relationship that you still laugh that you still enjoy each other's company that you you know what i'm saying like this is my dog right. you know what i'm saying like, i still want to yeah. hang out with you like i'm not trying right. to like i saturday people don't want to friday saturday night people. yeah like friday saturday night i want to hang out with you like we we hanging out like what we doing people tonight? think that's weird you know? though no, like what I, I mean my don't get me wrong my friends are cool like i love oh, yeah. my friends they're dope but because and I think you probably identify with the fact that like when you're busy like when you're working and you have aspirations and you you know are, are doing other things your time is very limited you know what I mean like so when I have time I my, like I you kind of go down the priority list you're like okay 
I, you got your errands and then you got like, but like, if I have time, like I want to spend it with you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? An hour during the week, two hours during the week, watching TV or whatever, catching up, like making sure we check in. That's cute. But like quality time of like, we're chilling, we're hanging right. out, like we vibe in, we still laugh together. I know like what's going on with you for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a vibe. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. So, I, I hear when I hear people and they're like trying to escape their partners, gay straight or otherwise, like, why? Why be with somebody you don't, you just want to pay bills with them? And that's yeah. Crazy. I mean, you know, people get in relationships for different things. And I think um, when you have, when you, when it's more natural, like I think what you experienced and what I experienced of just like this person that you already had this connection with and then you guys kind of just it just goes where it goes you generally like them because you chose to be with them because of the person like if you're choosing to be a friend with somebody it's because we have a commonality like we have a trust we have a like we're cool when you're dating people you're a lot of times people are first of all they're seeing the representative like it's not uh it's not the real person first of all and then it's like I'm looking I'm specifically looking for something, right? Like I'm looking for a person who's family oriented, but they could be an asshole. I'm looking for a person who's, uh, you know, takes care of their bills or take, you know, is financially responsible, but they could also be cheap. I'm looking for a person who, so like on the other side of the quality that you're looking for could be something else. But if you and I connected on just a friend level, right? There might be other things that come out. Like you, I might not know that as as your friend, I might not know that you don't pay your bills on time. Right, <laughs> as right. your friend I might not know that you uh you know when it comes to you know sharing responsibility that you don't really want to do anything there are some there are certain there, intimacies no, that you find out but I think as far as the core the foundation of the person right. you know what that is because oh, we yeah. were friends first you know so I think right. that's the where like the little bit of um when you realize like I don't really actually like you I mean I like these qualities about you but I don't like you as a you. person right you know that's right i see it all the time <laughs> i'm like Man, damn you really don't like your person it's not a goal i'm like why didn't you want to like them it's weird yeah. uh, i mean they yeah. might be sexy and cute but then like you need to like them you should um, well, i mean because you spend a lot of time together like i always be thinking about like well shit when you go on vacation because vacation is like a really intense living situation and if you're like in your house or whatever, your natural habitat, you right. go do your thing, they go do their thing, then you're on vacation. It's like y'all together. Like, That's what it. does that look like? You eat That's every it. meal together, you sleep to in the you like you're you're in the same space the entire for the most part, like the entire time. Right. And you gotta like, how does do that work? You gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I don't know. Not my life, but <laughs> 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 I hope that you know people aspire to like get to learn and like the the people that they're with but I also think that people kind of put other people around them that they like that can like subsidize like whatever they're not getting from their person like you should just like everybody why is anybody in your life you don't like you know in your intimate circles yeah for different reasons you know black people we have a lot of different um and white people too because they you know honestly it's some, some similar stuff but we you know we come from poor backgrounds a lot of times we come from you know some trauma that drives us to want to aspire to be with a certain type of person right so Mm -hmm. 
if you came from low income and your parents weren't together, you're like, I want to be with somebody who's financially secure and like, you know, mm. wants a family and this whole picture. But, yeah. and you find that, and this person really does provide, really does take care of you, really does hold it down, but they are like a nightmare to be around. Like you, you fucking can't stand them. So it's just like, well, where mm. does, you know what I mean? Like, where's the, where's the boundary? Like, where's the like, right. okay, yeah, that's cool. But like, I really actually don't want to spend the rest of my life with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's a sad one that's a hard one yeah so our you know our, our our upbringing definitely has a lot to do with who we choose yeah so I think, yeah it definitely influences for sure yeah nice okay so you're very interesting coming out story very interesting uh coming to be well, story but i think it's i think it's probably a very common story i think people probably have maybe not having um their best friend be the person that um they ultimately uh, end up with but I think that journey in between is probably very common like uh, yeah, I think and, a lot of people I mean I've never a lot of gray spaces with people a lot of people yeah. live in the gray more than they like to admit Absolutely. you know what I mean which is scary for some people and it's, it's a risk you know for the job or for your family you know I you know even like the actual coming out part I didn't feel like a coming out I mean I was always me like whatever yeah. you needed to know at the time is you, what you, you know a lot of people were like well you never told me I'm like you I told you when it was a pro like when it was when it mattered you know like when I knew what it was or what it wasn't then you know what I'm saying like it wasn't like I was hiding something or keeping secrets it was just that I'm not telling you about every time Dick and Harry I happened to go visit I wouldn't tell you that regard like even now that everybody knows that I'm Dick like it's not I've always been like that even when I had girlfriends it was like you didn't know every yeah step of the way so but I I, I, I remember I was drunk it was the middle of the summer 2017 and I just ran down the list I just called my mom and my daddy my aunties my and I just this was going on I'm dating I'm dating Donovan I'm dating, and I just because they already knew him we've mm-hmm. been to each other's house our families know like and they were like what is going on <laughs> <laughs> and then I just kind of was like that's that's what's happening so mm-hmm. um I'll talk to you later you know what I mean like it, yeah and it was shocking to some of the, the people but I just kind of Mm-hmm. it's another day <laughs> yeah, i'm just I'm, I'm really not asking you to have any questions i'm just informing you i just want like to inform you like, i'm with this person yeah, yeah like so and and i yeah so you know and i try to explain like it, it wasn't like i was looking for that i'm like i'm really attached to the person you know what i mean i don't really know i tell, I have this running joke with with uh, my fiance that if this doesn't work out i don't think i date another man like I, <laughs> men don't slap like that Mm-hmm. like I feel like you could agree <laughs> I feel like I, you know, men are hard men are, I was men are, hardwired to like women I never men are men. difficult yeah. man like and, and not necessarily saying my man in, in general but just how we're raised how we're socially conditioned mm-hmm. it's hard dating us <laughs> whoever just chooses to date men you know it's a tough road because there's a lot of things to unlearn. There's a lot of things to unpack. And the, the man has to be willing to unlearn and unpack all that shit with you or with himself, really, because that's a lot to put on another person. And they don't be knowing that it's burdensome sometimes to be expecting somebody to receive all this manhood stuff we've been taught. Yeah. And whatever trauma you cut, like Black men in particular are really tough ones to, to be vulnerable. Yeah. In, in a healthy way you know what I mean like we're not taught that's not a goal of our existence nobody's teaching us how to curate our feelings and share them with people and share them with a the partner and be open and uh, you know what I mean that's not yeah. part of our 
upbringing. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. And I think it, it, you, I mean, you hit it right on the head. Like we're not men, black people in general, I think, because black women suffer from a lot of the same things. Right. But it doesn't look the same because yeah. when a black woman is emotional or dealing with like the challenges of her life, she's, she usually it translates itself to, into her being just like a B, a B word, right? Like if she's standing up for herself or if she's being a, a affirmative about her experience, whatever it is, big, yeah. smaller, and different, when it, when it comes out too loud or too high or too sharp, oh, she's angry black yeah, woman, right? Yeah, right. And yeah. I think that for a man, it's just not even welcomed to, to, to like, I feel this feel like, why is that word even in your vocabulary? Why is an emotion even like associated with you as a man? Yeah. Right. Because that's not, socially, that's not a, yeah. there's no room for a man and a woman to be emotional. It's as if there's no space for both of them to exist, but it's like, that's not true. And I, honestly, anger and frustration, like the aggressive joints, but like yeah. a tenderness or it's about like insecurity or it's about fear. Mm -hmm it's a bit hard for, for people to allow that safe space for men to really be vulnerable in that way. Mm -hmm. And then also for us to not want to feel like, oh, I'm losing my position of protective provider or leader or whatever mm -hmm. things are, all that, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like but, even for a man to be like, oh, you know, like small example, like a job interview, right? Like men have job interviews, just like women do. Women will be like, oh girl, yeah, I got this interview. I'm so nervous. This and third. A man can't be like, girl, like, you know, man, like I got this interview tomorrow. Like, I'm so nervous. He got to be like, yeah, I'm about to kill it. I'm other. And it, he could be nervous. He could be anxious. He could be like, yeah. I'm not sure. Like about this question or this, or how are they going to receive me? Like I'm a big black man, or I, you know, I don't know what that looks like in this environment. It's just not a welcomed or Either. not in general it's not, not generally uh, the norm that we see you know and I think right. that people should do that more I mean I I love what black men represent um I love the women that love our black men um yeah. and I, I just wish that there was more space because I do feel like a, a big part of and this is and then I'll get off of this but um I do feel like that's a big part of the reason why black women get angry when they see a black man with someone of another race right is because there's capacity i think with them for a man to be whoever he is you mm. know and i think a black woman is like you're mm. it's like we're we're battling with trauma like we're we're trading traumas it's like well you got that experience. well, well what about and yeah. it's like well but but today it's got to be about me you know today's got to be my day to be vulnerable and then tomorrow we can talk about you know your vulnerability but I, that space doesn't you know, that's really layer that's layered that's so yeah. you know that is a there's a lot of things going on with like you know i mean i won't rag on interracial dating or anything um they're not the only like outcome of any of that but I, i'm not sure I've, I'm, i don't i've never dated interracially um but not that i'm opposed to it it's just never happened that way for me but I, so I can't be sure about everyone's reasons about why they do that. But um, but hopefully it's love, you know. But we just talked about yeah, how absolutely, absolutely, not, right. But we just talked about how people be not liking the people, so I'm sure that happens there too. But I, I think, you know, with, I will say I think a big chunk of it is not teaching men emotional intelligence. How would you expect them to be amazing partners to anyone, male or female or in between, that? You know what I mean? They don't know how. 
except the way that they, you know, with their parents or the or whoever they learned it from their coaches, whatever teachers. And but I just know as a general whole, as a society, we do not have like a standard. I think it's very subpar. The bar is low about emotional intelligence for Black men, Absolutely. whether we require it or give it to them. Um, and that, and therefore, people we go, they go out to the world. We go out to the world, bumping into people and causing all kinds of traumas and 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 chaos because we're not aware of ourselves and aware of how we need to be for the people that we say we love. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So all that to say, um, you know. Men are hard. <laughs> they don't slap like that. Like they do not come out the box. Women be coming out the box uh, print like ninety percent where you need to be to make something go down. Like I spot like y'all be know y'all have vision, y'all have heart, y'all have loyalty, y'all. <laughs> like, that is. I, have, I mean, it's more true for women, but. I know that there's this. I know this thing depending on whatever the journey has been, but yeah. I know like there's some women in my life that I'm I'm looking at them bumping to these men, yeah. and I'm like they, the men don't be ready to receive yeah. all of the like women really be coming like as a whole package. There may be some things, some things that you know. Of course, we're human, but yeah. women to men like having it together as as far as like their their total self. If you were to treat her right like that would just evolve into something better and better and better like I think women are like pre-packaged to be like just add water <laughs> and it would just I love that. you know what I'm saying like you might need yeah. to nourish it that's it you know what I'm saying which is what you know but the men don't be you can water that thing <laughs> give it some fertilizer you can give it you know, some sunshine and it's gonna be stubborn you know what I'm saying it's yeah those, absolutely because it just didn't have the soil the foundation to be a help grow healthily in that way you know so yeah I don't even know what the point of that Absolutely. was we talk, we talk about yeah. sexuality and stuff yeah like no that. that's I mean just that's just because it goes <laughs> it's so deep like it, it really is a super complicated and complex uh topic because it it just I mean even like you know I was talking to somebody earlier just about you know even you know walking through the world and your experience right like gender norms and you know all the things that are associated with uh, sexuality or whoever you're engaging with at the moment like right. you don't know what lens they're seeing you through like you have no yeah. idea what is behind that person that would make them view you however it is that they're experiencing you you know and so right. to your point about just bumping into <laughs> people in general you just don't know who people are you know and I think that it's more true that men um have more that they're they still have like bot that they can't express or can't fix because yeah. of how they have to show up in the world right um, yeah, yeah yeah exactly which dope. is crazy like I, i've been in new zealand for four and a half years yeah i was actually just about to talk to you about that so we can go there yeah yeah so um my partner he's been living over there almost 10 years so for a while we were just long we were long distance best friends i mean most of my friend best friends are long distance at this point which sucks but he was one of them and you know I ended up going over there to be with him for a while and, and acting and so like my career was really great and and I, best decision ever to move over there. Um, but over there it's different. Like, you know, people are not tripping about gay, gay. Can we cuss on here? Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. They're not tripping about As long as it's not like super, you know, I, as long as it's not super crazy, you just, you know, throw throw one or two in there every now and then you straight. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah they're, not, they're not tripping on gay shit. Like, it's mm -hmm. just kind of like, okay. Like that's your like you doing you and and 
no one's harassing you, nobody's treating you genuinely, looking at you funny. Um, and so we were able to exist a bit differently. Even as black men, I, I tell people this all the time, like there were a lot of things I didn't know that we wear, like this, this guard, this armor that we carry around in the US. Like, you know, even with like getting stopped by the police, there's protocols for that for black men. Like, hands on the wheel, no sudden moves, be polite, do everything they say, don't run, like all these things that you gotta be hyper aware about for your life. Yeah. And, you know, all of that, I learned, like, the police don't carry guns on them. They put the guns in the trunk. They're taught to de-escalate. They're taught to serve. The, like, there's a whole different context that I learned to live in. And I'm like, oh, I can release some of that apprehension. I can, I can kind of breathe different. And it was just, I didn't, there was a freedom that I didn't, I, I, I had never experienced in that way. I could let go of some of the lenses I was, the filters that I used, I have to have when I'm here, you know? Yeah. So to, to the point of like receiving, how people receiving you, like um, you can be who you are in that place. Nobody, they're so out of the way of the world. They're not tainted by a lot of the world views because they're out of the way of them for the most part. And they're just kind of like friendly, like, hey man, as long as you don't, whatever floats your boat, don't sink my battleship kind of thing. Um, so I've tried to live in that here i mean we we haven't been together here he still has to do another year in um new zealand which sucks as well uh COVID kind of messed up our schedules with that so uh, i'm starting school now but um he'll be finishing school over there and, and coming to la in a year so in a year's time we will be for the first time like as a couple living in the states we've never done that so like with our families with our friends and stuff like that so they've only seen it on social media which is weird um so a lot of my progression in my presence as a as a queer person and and just that whole thing has happened for people on a screen which was really strange to watch unfold I just came back home to visit like before I settled in LA I went home to Michigan to see family and stuff like that because I hadn't seen them since before the pandemic happened and you know a lot has changed like you know me having a, uh, a male partner and me being in, I've been in commercials now, they see me on TV all the time and I have a movie coming out and I got music, like there's so much that they've seen via their devices and they haven't seen me, the person. And so I know that they were feeling a little bit out of, out of the loop of my life. Like the people who, I was raised by a village. Like I, all my aunties, uncles, cousins, great grandma, like, everybody raised me so everybody is feeling like this little boy who we all had a hand in raising we don't know him um but then i went home and i think they had this moment of like oh he's the same dude like we see all the stuff that we're not quite understanding or we didn't know what was going on we you know but in my face i think they i could see them registering like oh it's still it's still our boy yeah yeah and it's yeah. like okay this it's, I don't know what, what they had made up in their head about what they were seeing online, but you could tell it was different. It, they were reconciling those two things to meet what was actually real. Yeah. And I think I've definitely, I think we needed that time for me to be in their face to really give them the real person versus whatever they think my online persona is giving them. Yeah. Talk about your career. So you um, left Howard, went into yes. the arts. You know, well, it, it, not that long. It wasn't that linear. Um, let's see. <laughs> I, <laughs> so I, 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 I studied acting at Howard, then moved to LA to go to uh, California Institute of the Arts. So I went straight to grad school. I studied producing for theater and film, and then got out of school in 2013 and moved into the city. 
and none of them arch jobs was ready that like, it just wasn't happening okay <laughs> so you know i did the whole thing you know i watch insecure and i, I laugh a lot because it's like i i worked at enterprise it's like dang did everybody work at enterprise? <laughs> you know to sustain themselves it was a good job or whatever until it wasn't um triple a and then i got into property management that's why i was like insecure mm-hmm. telling my life um and so i was doing property management which was fine free apartment and, and a little bit of cash and um in decent parts of the, of the city but then i started to hate it man the people were awful the management the company i worked for and the tenants they, everybody was awful 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 people um <laughs> Mm-hmm. and um i got this opportunity i went to visit my then best friend um over there at the time to new zealand and was like yeah i'll come and visit and i had a couple of meetings with some agents and it was so easy like i sent a headshot resume and they were like yeah we have a meeting. you can never do that in la like somebody gotta i feel like beyonce or like a michael b jordan gotta recommend you to get an agent right here like you know what i mean <laughs> like it just doesn't happen here so yeah. i had meetings and they were like yeah cool like I, I signed with the top agency in New Zealand and um I was like cool well give me six months to wrap up LA and then I'll come and so I came back to LA to finish up because I just got promoted I was taking over buildings I was supposed to like fill it up re- renovate it blah 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 and then like a month later they called from New Zealand saying that there was a show and I should you know whatever but they would need me by the next week and I was like I told you six months it's been one you know and so long story short um did it they wanted me i ended up having to quit my job move out of my place throw stuff in storage within like 48 hours <laughs> and so yeah, I hopped the flight, opportunity calls went and, and last minute flew my ass over there and best decision ever like it was chaotic it was hectic is it, like it was crazy and it was scary but yeah ever since then um doing many commercials over uh, and a, a lot of u.s stuff shoots over there so I've had like four or five U.S. commercials. Uh, three of them are running right now, and um, you know, been on some some TV stuff, Apple TV, some Amazon Prime, and got a movie coming out in July on Amazon Prime, some Netflix stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. things were, were popping, and um, you know, I, I can't. I have no regrets about leaving and going. You know, and experiencing a different country and a different part of the world. Yeah, that's dope. Um, so would you would you ever have considered just living there for forever um i what i would like to happen is it for it to be a, an alternate home because the, the seasons are opposite so like it's summer here right now it's winter over there mm. so like if i could do like an off on and just chase summer year round <laughs> that would be cool like we're, we're both permanent residents so i can go back anytime so yeah. i can forever ain't no black people there <laughs> um, that was one of my main main issues i mean there are black people there like there's a, a a pretty substantial caribbean community and african community you know folks from the continent but african americans that i can pretty much count on on one hand probably and so the community's small and, and not to say that the other black folks there are not great people it's just they gatekeep really hard yeah i try i try to go to caribbean parties and get in and they were like Nah. <laughs> you paid your ticket, so you here, but that's about as far as it's gonna go. You know? Yeah. So that's been hard. But so community is hard to build community of like of likeness, you know. So when you don't see yourself reflected in a place, for me, that gets old. You know, yeah. so that's the point. You can't it was, build it community. Nice. 
you can't build familiarity and community because you don't you're number one the people don't look like you but then number two you're not record you're not even welcomed by the people that are there talk about your uh so you have an upcoming album right i do talk about the project so um the single is out it's called tell me it's available on title apple spotify everywhere um amazon and the video is out on youtube and um, it's being received well. I think the people who hear it love it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to get more people to listen. You know what I'm saying? That's always the name of the game. Music is hard as far as like not creating, but getting people to care. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I'm really happy with it. I'm really happy about that song in particular. It, it was one of the newer ones I wrote um, for the album. And it was my first time saying like boy or mentioning like a guy specifically on a record. And that was a big moment. It's like, yeah, I've been I've been dating this man for five and a half years. I'm very out and proud and all that stuff. But growing up, like you just didn't hear it. Like, granted, we have like a little Nas X now, and but he's like the only one, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, and so I think there's there's a power and there's a level of subversion when you decide to say no. I'm saying this. You know what I mean? This way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Sam Smith came out and it was always like a neutral pronoun. Mm-hmm. So it could be about anybody, you know, and that's how a lot of people played it. That's how Luther Vandross played it. Well, no, he was singing the play there. But sometimes it was those neutral pro- pronouns, you know, just mm-hmm. to make it general. <clears throat> um, but uh, so tell me, I'm really proud of. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's very gay. But I think everybody can enjoy it, though. And I, that's what I wanted. I didn't want people to feel like, oh, that's for the gays and I'm going to leave that to them. Because I think that's what it, that's what, how people receive game artists or anything that is specifically highlighting gayness or queerness. And I've been watching how it's been translating to like, and not that it's about the straights. It's not, I mean, I don't want anybody to get, like, no, nah, it's just, you know, our space and our space. But, <laughs> yeah, but I want my music to be for everybody though. Yeah. Like I want us to get to the point where yes, just because it's saying a guy to a guy, the sentiment is real. Yeah. Well, it's just All like we gotta we gotta listen to we 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 love you know heterosexual music. You 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 substitute what you gotta substitute, or you make the song or feel like enjoy, you gotta make you, it feel to yourself. Whatever, or you just enjoy mm. it for what it is. Like music yeah. is something that you can share in somebody's lived experience and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's what music is. So I don't want it to have to be like you gotta be gay to listen to this <laughs> mm-hmm. or you should be gay to listen to this. It's like, or you listen to this, you gay. Like, no, mm-hmm. it's like, you could be, but mm-hmm. also it's a great fucking song and it's about falling in love with your best friend. Yeah, I feel like people can relate to that, you know? So the, all that's, that's the single, but yes, um, all part of an album called Spectrum. And I named it Spectrum because um, I have many different genres on there, uh, spectrum, uh, spectrum of genres. It's about the spectrum of love, falling in love, being afraid of love, falling out of love, loving yourself. And um, it's just about the spectrum of sexuality. I'm talking about God, I'm talking about girls. I'm on the spectrum. So that's the project. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> sorry. I um, The second single I'm thinking about releasing in September. I'm going to run with Tell Me for a while. It's Pride Month. It's pretty on time. And then the second single, uh, September. And then 
I'm thinking the album's gonna come late fall, winter, right before the holidays. Nice. So I'm really excited about it. Yeah, your next break from school. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I did all of this um kind of uh what is what do you call it? Marketing and promo campaigns that all this content. I filmed it in New Zealand before I left because I knew I wasn't gonna have any time. And after the first week, that turned out to be very, very true. I don't have time to be filming and editing and so I have all this content that I'm just waiting to just go out at, at, a, at a certain time. So really excited for people to receive it and get it and, and enjoy it. Like, I'm really happy about it. Dope, dope. Yeah, man. Well, congratulations for sure on all your, your projects, you know, school and just being all things excellent. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to, to, trying like, to be... My life is so crazy. People are like, okay, wait, so you're doing music, you're on TV, you're, you're in law school, like what is happening? You know, mm -hmm. I was stripping for a hot second. Uh-oh. In New Zealand. But it, I mean, like, <laughs> I just stumbled into that too. <coughs> um, it was fun. I don't do it anymore. I'm in it for a few months and make quick buck. And women pay money to see men take the clothes off. Right? I mm -hmm. mean, it's amazing. It was, it was it was great fun. Um, but yeah, my life's all over the place, but it's all converging to, and I'm sure it will make sense at some point. But I'm just trying to give positive energy to all of the things that are 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 bubbling up yeah. in my life. So I think you know, keeping the balance is my challenge, and and make sure everything gets proper attention is is my challenge. But everything feels good. It all feels right, you know yes. what I'm saying? I think as long as you feel like your path is heading in the direction and that everything that you're doing is contributing to furthering that direction, then that's it, you know what I mean? That's what you do, that's what you nurture. So that's what I'm doing, that's where I'm at right now. Awesome, yeah, man, well, keep doing your thing. Uh, tell the people where they can find you. So on Instagram, it's Q Entertain, and you spell Q like how um you do on like spotify when you add to the q mm -hmm. q u e u e q dot entertains with an s so that's me on instagram on twitter it's the same but without the dot so just q entertains um and that's where you can find me um i have the links to everything on there um my link tree will have the videos the music everything that comes out will be you'll be able to access through my twitter or my instagram so q dot entertains on ig and just q entertains on twitter dope man well thank you for coming through spend time with a fellow howard alum yes we both in la so yeah meet you in person absolutely no i gotta i gotta i'm gonna put trying to put something together so i'll definitely send you the details um but yeah, man, thank you for coming through. Y'all already know it's another episode of the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'll catch y'all on the next one.